0: This is the Brave to Believe Baseball Podcast, live on the road to Atlanta with your hosts, JC and Bryce.
1: Episode 21 of the Brave to Believe Baseball Podcast, on the road to Atlanta, GA. My first trip to SunTrust, not Bryce's. Bryce joins me as always. He's behind the wheel on this mobile episode of the show. Morning. And as I said, my first trip to SunTrust, so I'm looking forward to it. Weather, not as hot as it was yesterday, so that's good news. We have just begun our journey, and I thought we would uh, file away an episode with our thoughts as we prepare to head to see Game 2 of this three-game set. Game 1 last night, Braves take the... Take the first game 5-3. to Uh, Bullpen a little shaky, Bryce, on the Brave side, but they got the job done. Melanson came in and closed the door.
0: Yeah, it was actually his first uh, really impressive outing. He's been uh, shaky just as the other acquisitions have been since the trade deadline, but he looked really good last night. Shane Green still got some things to figure out. That one's going to continue to be an ongoing process, but overall not too bad. Luke Jackson looked great. But as a Braves fan, if you've been watching recently, you're kind of just used to living on the edge with this bullpen. And as long as they can continue putting up Ws and winning or splitting series, you'll take
1: the, uh, the results you can get. Yeah, the Braves offense was uh, lit up Zach Wheeler for, I believe, 12 hits. Uh, scored four early runs, added on one later on. Uh, but for the most part, the Mets bullpen, if you want to look at a positive, uh, they looked pretty solid last night. Louis Avalon came in. Uh, looked looked pretty good and uh, as also Brad Brock got to see him more of a instead of the uh, just one batter he faced the other day got a little more action. So that's the good news bad news for Mets fans Jeff McNeil uh, in the ninth inning trying to run out a ground ball landed wrong on first base or landed wrong when he when he stepped lunged uh, possible hamstring injury having an MRI in Atlanta this morning. Uh, the Mets have called. Uh, Ruben Tejada to join him in Atlanta to possibly take his spot on the roster should he need an IL stint. So that is obviously not good news. McNeil's been somewhat a little colder the last week or two, or week or so I should say, Uh, but he is a catalyst on this offense and Bryce, just your thoughts on someone like McNeil going down and hopefully not for an extended period of time. Was Disappointing because I was looking forward to seeing him. He's an
0: exciting player, and I think that the Mets really could have used him, especially in this game tonight, uh, going against Keuchel, who pitches to so much contact, and McNeil being such a high-average guy who uh, is one of those high-contact hitters. So who knows what's going to happen. Hopefully it's not too severe. I don't expect him to, to see him tonight or possibly the rest of the series uh, with Tejada there. want to make sure that you get him rested so that he'll be good to go for the stretch run, but it is disappointing. Uh, as a Braves fan, uh, good. To, hopefully uh, you, you want to know that the injury's not serious, but it is kind of a blessing that you don't have to see him at the top of the
1: lineup tonight. Yeah, he is a pesky hitter. Had another couple good at-bats last night. Uh, but as I said, Mets offense was, for the most part, fairly quiet last night and maybe somewhat of a letdown after the big Washington series. So Hopefully they can regroup and we'll get to see a good effort tonight. Uh, just to preview tonight's game a little bit for you, uh, Stephen Matt starts for the Mets. Dallas Keichel for the Braves. Uh, Mets, for the most part, have hit left-handed pitching pretty solid. Uh, didn't do much against Max Freed last night. Keuchel pitches to a lot of contact, so hopefully the Mets hitters can put the ball in play and uh, score some runs. I'm expecting, uh, because I think the Braves are going to probably hit Matt, Stephen Matt's fairly well, too. Uh, Bryce, I'm looking for to see some runs scored. And I know we've been to several games in the past that have been somewhat of uh, pitching. Pitching duels, so I'm hoping to see uh, a more higher higher scoring game uh, tonight. Yeah, definitely, it's
0: going to. Uh, since we're both predicting it, it's you can go ahead and book it. Uh, take the under. It's probably going to be one to nothing. Possible no
1: hitter. Yeah, on one side.
0: Uh, but the Braves hit lefties pretty well as uh, two. Uh, the ones I would keep an eye out for, Ozzy Albee's hitting over 400 this year. Against lefties, Acuna's been on fire, uh, and Freeman doesn't really struggle either side. So I uh, anticipate the top four to do some damage again. Uh, hopefully we'll see quite a few runs. Uh, hopefully not on the Mets side, but Keuchel has been struggling a bit recently. I would like to see him get back on track. Uh, he is a big pitch-to-contact guy, so hopefully the Braves have had some pretty bad luck recently with uh Little dribblers getting through, a lot of soft contact, and the defense not playing as well as they possibly could uh, with Dansby out. But hopefully they can turn that around tonight. Keiko can get a better
1: result and uh, take take the series. And uh, just to give you another quick preview of the game three uh, of the series, will be on thir- uh, tomorrow, Thursday, whenever you listen to the show. Marcus Stroman goes for the Mets, and the Braves will be sending out. We are pitching Julio Teron. So, Teron and Stroman for game three. The way I'm looking at it, I went into this series, Bryce, thinking maybe if you take two of three, and it's still possible, that would be a huge, huge feat for the Mets. The way that we everything went down last night with McNeil probably going out, if the Mets can salvage one game of the series, that, that's going to be a positive for them.
0: Yeah, and and the breeze. there's not going to be too much that you can take away from this series as a Mets fan with no DeGrom pitching in this series, no Syndergaard, and now possibly no McNeil for two of those games. So there will be some solace to take in that if you're a Mets fan. You're not putting your best foot forward. Uh, against the division leader but for the Braves you'll take it any way you can get it Uh, definitely want to get at least two of the three now and put some uh, put some more room between them and the Mets and especially the Nationals who are still continuing to play good baseball.
1: Yeah the Nationals just really have kind of shown themselves to be one of the well I think favorites to take one of the wild card spots with the other one kind of being up in the air and you know the Mets lose another game they're they're two back in the uh, – three back in the lost column in the wild card. The second one, that is, two games out total. One game out of Milwaukee. Uh, St. Louis has that second wild card spot right now and are tied with the Phillies. So the East kind of just – that's the thing that's kind of amazing with the East as much as teams are like, oh, well, it's the Braves, maybe you're struggling a little bit after the all-star break. The lead has never really gone up or down for the most part, maybe up a little bit, but – these other teams have not made any made up any ground so far since, let's go all the way back to May, really. Once the Braves started pulling away, that lead hasn't really diminished at all.
0: Yeah, and I had seen a tweet the other day that their lead as of last week was this exact same that it was a month ago and the month before. So it's as if nobody is making up any ground, which is still surprising when the Nationals went on their absolute tear there for about a month and a half. But the Braves just, they have what's what's misleading is they have some really bad losses, and that makes you feel like this team's going in the wrong direction, but they still continue to split and win series. They have not lost that many series uh, in the past few months, so it's it can be disheartening at times because they have some losses that feel really bad, but this team's really good about rebounding and then coming back to take the series or uh, you know, going on a little bit of a run of four or five in a row to make up for it. So just really consistent play and it it can feel weird at times and feel like they're not progressing but they're one of the most consistent teams in the National League still the only the second team in the National League with 70 wins so uh, they're still playing really good baseball and people can kind of take that for granted sometimes.
1: Yeah and that was the to me the most frustrating part about last night's game you know you have Acuna you have guys like that with the power Donaldson who could come in and bash, you know, the big bombs, but they basically dinked and dunked the Mets with, you know, broken base, uh, broken bat hits, you know, double here, double there, and that's how they scored their runs. You know going into it that they have the power, but to lose in that fashion or to have them put up the runs against you that way, you're thinking, okay, how are you supposed to beat this team, you know, if they can small ball us and then also hit the long ball. That that offense is just a whole other animal, and that's what, has helped them, you know, maintain their lead in the East for the biggest chunk of the year.
0: Yeah, the bottom of the lineup, that's what really they've really been good for recently. Uh, McCann's still playing his role pretty well. Uh, when Flowers is not in there, uh, the offense seems to do quite a bit better, especially with Camargo out too. So the bottom of the lineup, Matt Joyce, Culberson, these guys are really good contact hitters. They're going to give pitchers fits. They see a lot of pitches. So if they can dink and dunk a little bit here, get on base, and set up the top of that lineup. That's where the Braves have really excelled, and uh,
1: that's where they get a lot of their offense from. The uh, As we said to recap, Strowman, uh, actually, Mats and Keichel tonight, Strowman and Teron tomorrow. That'll wrap up the series and I, uh, until the Mets and Braves play, I believe, again in about uh, uh, next, weekend. next weekend. And then they have the final game, a uh, final series of the year uh, against the Braves as well. So still several games left. Um, between the Mets and Braves before 2019 wraps up. I wanted to touch base. Mets head to Kansas City following this series for three. Hopefully can make up some ground there, win a couple uh, of those games. A sweep would be awesome, but uh, get a couple of those back uh, as they continue on. I think they head home next week after a day off on Monday. Bryce, off the top of your head, what the Braves have going on after this Mets series? Uh, Dodgers are coming into town this weekend for –
0: three games, that one's going to be a really tough series, Dodgers are still playing really well, and then the Marlins are in Atlanta after that before the Braves head out to uh, a very weird road trip where they go to New York, then to Colorado for one, and back to Toronto so it's going to be a fun little stretch here, getting to see a lot of different teams in a lot of different places, but uh, some tough series up ahead, hopefully the Braves can uh, keep it going
1: Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of time left as a Mets fan, you're looking at that. There's a lot of time left to hopefully, you know, get locked into one of those uh, games, playoff yeah. spots. But at the same time, there's not a lot of time left. Yeah, you know, the, the days are ticking off the calendar, and as that happens, your your chances to really make another big run are, are, are starting to slow down. Uh, as I mentioned, those are the schedules. Ske- Bryce covered the Braves. Those are the schedules for the next little bit. To kind of wrap up on the show, as I said, it's my first trip to SunTrust. What I thought we'd do now, Bryce, to put you on the spot, you've been. Uh, to a couple games. How many own exactly you've been down there now? This will be my third game at SunTrust. For those who, you know, are used to Turner or maybe haven't made it down to SunTrust yet or even go back to the Fulton County days, that was a long time ago, I know, uh, tell me and tell our listeners a little bit uh, of what I have to look forward to as we, uh, we head down to Atlanta for the game.
0: Yeah, if you've been, if you had a chance to visit Turner. Everything that was wrong with Turner is essentially fixed with SunTrust. It has every amenity that you'd really want surrounding a a ballpark. Lots of family activities, tons of bars, restaurants, uh, places to visit before you go to the game. Really nice area. Uh, Easy, Fairly easy to get in and out of, especially uh, with several places that you're staying around the hotel or around the ballpark with hotels and stuff like that. So within walking distance makes it a lot easier to, uh, to get to the game, spend some time there. Uh, so it's really awesome. I don't really know that they could have done a better job uh, than what they've done. And I know that it's really helped the revenue that comes into the team. Uh, they've seen a lot of those numbers go up, helps the payroll, everything like that. So it's, it's really great. Uh, every place that I've been to, uh, they do a really good job of, of getting to, to everybody before the games. You don't have to wait too long anywhere you go. Uh, and it's a really good atmosphere. Tons of stuff to do, so uh, it's 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 actually fantastic. I recommend it for anybody who gets a chance to go to Atlanta and catch a game. Uh, for my money, it's one of the better parks I've been to. And, uh, yeah, can't, can't really recommend it enough. Is there anything that you're sort of looking forward to uh, on your first trip?
1: Well, I would say probably, you know, the last time I saw the Braves, it was at Turner. The whole setup of Turner Field, and it was, you know, everybody who's familiar with that area, knows that stadium was built for the olympics it turned into the braves baseball stadium it was not convenient in any way if you ever went down say where we're coming from to stay you know stay the night you're staying in a hotel downtown you have to drive to the park which was not that convenient so i'm anxious to see this area i've seen it driving through uh you know from the interstate a lot of stuff going on there but just to see a whole new area the battery i guess as they refer to it uh, to see that area i keep saying arrogance sorry about that uh to see the hotels the restaurants everything how it's all centrally located and for the most part from what we can tell we're going to be able to walk to the game from where we're staying hopefully uh so that's that's probably what i'm most excited about just to be because i like having i don't i don't like any kind of cumbersome uh you have to drive you have to get an uber however it works uh to have it all there is to me a big appealing part of the new park
0: yeah when you have a, a place that isn't directly downtown uh you have to make up for that by surrounding it with places to stay and things to do, and the Braves did exactly that. Uh, Turner wasn't wasn't extremely easy to commute to, uh, so you place SunTrust that's uh, in the Cumberland area outside of Atlanta, and it's a commute if you're in downtown Atlanta, but For us, coming from Tennessee, you never even have to go into downtown to experience it. Uh, You can just stay in that area, and it makes it uh, pretty easy to to get to everything, and that's a a huge plus for us who really like the the aspect of walking to everything, don't even have to take an Uber or anything like that, Uh, makes it a big plus. So I'm really excited. Uh, Hopefully the the weather's going to cooperate, won't be too miserably hot, and uh, we can enjoy everything that it
1: has to offer. Absolutely. Well, that's really all I have. It's kind of an abbreviated episode, but we wanted to make sure and get something out there to you since we were going to kind of be a little out of sorts going to check out a game uh, this week. But we hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we will be joining you again next week, hopefully with more positive news on both the Braves and Mets front. And if you want to reach out to us, actually, if you want to listen to us, if you're listening to us now, you know, but you can go to Spotify, you can go to Stitcher, you can go to iTunes. If you feel like it, please hop over. Give us a nice review on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it. And as always, on social media, Bryce, tell them where they can find us. You can check us out at Brave2Believe the Number on Twitter and Instagram
0: or shoot us an email, Brave2BelievePod at gmail.com. Thank you all for joining us, and let's go Mets. And let's
1: go Brave, chop on, I don't know, whatever. Hang in there, Patrick Weigel.